This is a Federal News Network podcast. September, eight days left in the fiscal year. That means it's time to think about and plan for a possible government shutdown. But House Democrats are out with a draft of a continuing resolution. It would buy Congress some time to come up with a more permanent funding solution after the election, that is. There are a few tidbits in the bill for federal agencies, the 2020 census and the upcoming presidential transition. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to walk us through what she's seen in the CR. And, Nicole, first of all, how long do they contemplate this thing running for? Two days, two weeks, two months? Well, Tom, luckily, the date that they have in mind is December 11th, which, you know, like you mentioned, would buy lawmakers some time until well after the election, actually, to come up with some sort of more permanent funding solution. Of course, as we know, that may turn out to just be another continuing resolution. This would be a lame duck Congress that we're entering at this point in, you know, mid-December here. So that's generally the vision that House Democrats uh, have uh, agreed to, at least the date anyway, uh, with their Republican counterparts. And what are some of the other highlights in the bill? Well, you know, as we know, with continuing resolutions, it is essentially just extending current funding levels for a longer period of time. But there are a couple anomalies, I guess you could say, in this continuing resolution that should interest federal employees. One of them is a new fee structure for U.S. citizenship and immigration services. And as you know, you know, we've been reporting on this for the past couple of months now the financial situation at that agency was supposed to be uh, perilous, we'll say, and furloughs were threatened for the vast majority of that workforce. USCIS eventually came back and said they had enough money to you know, get through the next month or so. But what this provision would do is allow USCIS to charge a little bit more for some of the services that it provides, which is something that the agency has advocated for in you know, trying to prevent furloughs in the future. Now, with this new fee structure for USCIS, there's a provision in the bill, which, you know, it could be something that always is a part of continuing resolutions, but I hadn't noticed this one before. It mentions um, a provision that restricts agencies from furloughing employees throughout the duration of the continuing resolution. I think what Congress is trying to get after uh, here is this idea of having agencies come to them and say, well, we don't think we have enough money. And Congress's response is, we extended your current funding levels. You can't use that as an excuse to furlough federal employees. So those are two provisions there worth keeping an eye on. Well, Congress does have that right. Even though it's a CR, they can put anything in a bill related or not to spending that they want. And if that means no furloughs, I guess they have that right to do so. They sure do. And, you know, along with the USCIS furlough situation, there's... Some additional funding for some key agencies that have big projects that they're working on. The Department of Veterans Affairs, for example, the bill increases funding available to VA for the electronic health record modernization efforts. There's some more money for the 2020 census as well. There's also some funding for the presidential transition. Before we get to that, the census money is kind of interesting because by the time the CR would become law, the Census Bureau will have sent its raw data over to its data centers and its clouds for processing. And if that's a budgeted item, I wonder what else the money would buy for census at this point. It can't buy them more time. No, it can't buy them more time. But the way that some of this bill language is structured, Tom, is it doesn't necessarily give a specific dollar amount. It pretty much says, 
we're giving you, you know, we're extending funding available for you to complete whatever it is that you need to complete associated with X project. And so that, in my mind, or in my reading of the language, is what Congress did with the 2020 census. I wish someone would do that with me for my grocery bills. Whatever you need, you know, go spend. All right. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco and the presidential transition. You were going to tell us what's in there for that. Yes, there's about $10 million for the General Services Administration to support the transition. There is some funding for National Archives to begin preserving records for this current administration after the upcoming inauguration. And then there's some funding for office space for the transition teams to, you know, convene in Washington and start putting together their plans, uh, you know, in the uh, in the aftermath of the election, of course. Yes, those those offices are open, actually, in Washington, but it's not clear how many people are actually going there because, after all, the pandemic is still pretty much extant across the land. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And I know the General Services Administration has, you know, advocated for transition teams to do whatever they can do virtually as well. So, you wonder really how many people are going to be in those offices that Congress is funding. And then there is the paid leave for contractors. This is something thousands of contractors have been urging Congress ever since the CARES Act funding ended for paying them for not being able to get into the federal offices. Yeah. So this provision just, you know, extends the authority that agencies have to continue paying leave for their contractors to, I believe the phrase is, remain in ready state Uh, And that's through December 11th. The previous deadline was September 30th. So it buys federal contractors a little bit more time with paid leave there. And then one other final provision I would mention here, Tom, is like that census provision, there's also some language for the Office of Personnel Management that allows them to continue operations, dip into the trust funds that it administers already to cover any funding shortfall due to that security clearance transfer of the National Background and Investigation uh, Bureau to the Defense Department. So, you know, we've been reporting on this for a while that OPM, you know, that transfer really leaves them in a financial hole in a sense. And so Congress is essentially saying again here, look, we get it. You may have a funding shortfall again. Do what you need to do to bridge that shortfall. What is next for this bill? I mean, there's got to be a Senate version. Well, I don't know about that. And this is where it gets a little tricky. These negotiations over a CR, you know, happened much of last week. The bill draft was supposed to come out late Friday or so. It didn't. And it didn't come out because it seems like there's either a bit of a disagreement or a bit of a misunderstanding, you could say, between House Democrats and the Republican negotiating team, which usually includes includes uh, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin. So this deal does not include farm bailout money that the White House and Republicans initially wanted. And in you know seeing some reactions from Republicans about this bill, they're mentioning that. And I think there might be a bit of a disagreement over how these negotiations and votes continue with this continuing resolution. I believe the House is expected to pass it as is. But the Senate might try to come back and add in that farm bailout money that the White House wanted. So we'll see. There's not universal support yet for this deal. So with the date being what it is, there's something to keep an eye out on. Yes. So the shutdown could occur, even if it's only for a few days or a weekend. That is not inconceivable once again this year, is it? 
It's certainly not. I think anything's possible in the year 2020. (laughs) Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out all of her coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.